You are Locked On Cardinals, your daily St. Louis Cardinals podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello and welcome into Locked On Cardinals for Wednesday, October the 13th. I am your host, Lucas Smith. Thanks for making Locked On Cardinals your first listen of the day. Or if it's your second listen because you listen to somebody else's show, thank you for tuning in each and every day that you tune in. Another day of off-season content, postseason baseball still going for Major League Baseball. Sadly, the Cardinals are not in that postseason race. But nevertheless, we'll still talk about the Cardinals season that was. This week, we're breaking down some Cardinal team awards. Talk about the MVP yesterday. Uh, if you guys want to listen to that, feel free. It's on the YouTube channel or your favorite podcasting platform. Talked about why Paul Goldschmidt was my choice for the MVP. And today we are talking about a Cy Young candidate for the Cardinals. And it might be an obvious choice, and I might have even spoiled it a little bit too much. But nevertheless, we're going to break it down today because there were some pretty solid pitching performances outside of the favorite, and we'll get to the favorite in segment number two. We'll talk about some dark horses here in the first segment, talk about pitching as a whole, and then a postseason update as well. As the postseason continues on, three out of the four National League Division Series, or the the Division Series in general, have wrapped up. One more Game 5 awaits tomorrow. We'll talk about all that and more on today's show. We're brought to you... uh, Today, by Spotify Green Room, be sure to download the Spotify Green Room app and find one of our locked on rooms today. So, I'll tell you a little bit more about Spotify Green Room on our first break, but right now, let's go and get into the content. Let's get into the Cardinal pitching. Because when you think of Cardinal pitching in 2021, who do you think of? Go ahead, take two seconds and think about who you think of when you think of Cardinal pitching in 2021. I think of Adam Wainwright. <laughs> he started the wild card game, he was the Cardinals' best pitcher. He, he was he was a stud. He was a workhorse. He did everything the Cardinals needed him to do, and then some. That's how good Adam Wainwright was this season. Didn't really leave a lot up for chance. He took care of business every fifth day, day in and day out. He was solid. And this Cardinal pitching staff was one that dealt with its fair share of injuries. You had KK Kim miss time. Miles Michaelis missed a lot of time. Jack Flaherty, the ace before Adam Wainwright, was hurt for most of the season. So you had guys miss a lot of time. So we're going to go ahead and dive into some numbers here and say who who else besides Adam Wainwright had a very good year because there were some solid years. One that comes right out of right to mind right away is KK Kim. KK Kim 106 and 2 thirds of an innings pitched. He was the only Cardinal outside of Adam Wainwright to accumulate more than 100 innings as a Cardinal this season. Lester and Hap both accumulated over 100 innings um, on the year but not with the Cardinals. 106 and 2 thirds of an inning um is more than I thought KK Kim would have gotten. He was 7-7 seven seven on in the year. He made 27 starts, or 27 games, rather, 21 starts, a 3-4-6 ERA. That's very solid. And an ERA plus of 112. Again, the ERA plus is pretty similar to OPS plus, takes ballpark factors into account. And the baseline there is 100. Below 100 is below average. Above is above. 121 is very respectable. You know who else had a 120 or 112? It was very respectable. 121 was a similar number that Jack Flaherty had for most of the season. KK Kim's whip was a little high at 1.28, so he gave up a fair, fair amount of hits, 8.3 hits per nine. You'd like to see that number be a little bit lower. Cut the ball in the ballpark, though, just one home run for every nine innings, 3.3 walks per nine, that's a little high, and uh, 6.8 strikeouts per nine, that's a little low. But KK Kim had a very respectable year. There was a time when I thought that it was a no-brainer that KK Kim was going to come back. 
and the KK Kemmer should have had a starting position when he comes back. Now, I think that that is up for debate. I really do, um, with, with some some flexible payroll, some other guys stepping up that you might want to see in the starting position. Uh, I, I think that his starting spot is, is up for up for grabs, if you will. Uh, but beyond that, let, let's go and get to Jack Flaherty because Jack Flaherty, outside of his you know last couple uh, appearances when he came back from injury late September, was phenomenal. Overall in the season, 3-2-2 ERA, 9-2, 17 games, 15 of those being starts, 78 and a third innings pitched. Like I mentioned, his ERA plus was 121. Field independent pitching of 422. That's a little high. That is your expected ERA with an, uh, an average defense. A whip was really good, 1.06. That's walks plus hits over innings pitched. Basically, the rough estimate on how many base runners you're giving up per inning. 1.06 is extremely good. Adam Wainwright was also 1.06 if you round. Um, it was 1.057. Rounding gets you to 1.06. Flaherty only gave up 6.5 hits per nine, three walks per nine. That's a tad high. Like I mentioned, 9.8 Ks per nine was the highest among a Cardinal starter this season. 3.27 strikeouts for every walk he was giving up. So he wasn't walking a lot of batters. Um, and when he was, he was striking a lot of guys out. Flaherty needs some polish. Don't get me wrong. I think that there's definitely room for improvement. But I think if he would have remained healthy, he is somebody that we're talking about as the Cardinals ace this season. I don't think there's really any... Big question to that. Jack Flaherty would have been the Cardinal as he was pitching like an ace before he went down in the first week of June against the Los Angeles Dodgers. I, I think he, he was on his way to another spectacular, to a spectacular season. I don't think he's ever going to live up to the hype of the second half of 2019 when his ZRA was under two. It, it's hard for somebody to live up to that kind of hype for an entire season. But Flaherty is, is the kind of guy that can definitely live up to, to the starting pitching hype of being a number one. Of having a, a sub three ERA or at least an ERA sub three and a half or three two, that being an ace type pitcher. If he can stay healthy for the rest of his career, I love his makeup. I love the fastball slider combo. He got a decent curveball changeup working as well. I just love his mentality on the mound. So I think Flaherty is somebody that could really step up next year if he's healthy. And if Wainwright might not give you 17 wins and 200 plus innings next season, but if Wainwright can be average to a little bit above average, which at this point there's no reason to not expect that. I think that a Flaherty-Wainwright 1-2 combination could be pretty lethal in, in, in the 2022 season. Beyond those three gentlemen, though, it really kind of gets you know a couple starts here, a couple starts there. Carlos Martinez made 16 starts this season. Yes, we do remember Carlos Martinez making 16 starts. John Gant even made 14 starts for the Cardinals. Johan Oviedo made 13 of his 14 appearances as a starter. Um, Jake Woodford made 18 starts. John Lester, Jay Happ making uh, 12 and 11 starts, respectively. Their numbers with the Cardinals were overall pretty respectable. 4-3-6 ERA for John Lester in 12 starts. Uh, ERA plus of 89, so not so just a little bit below average. J.A. Happ was 97, so just a little bit below average there. His ERA was at 4. Respectable. They, they pitched him in some pretty big games. Where, did, did they shut out the world? Did they light the world up on fire? Whatever you want to say, no. They did not take the world by storm, or they weren't completely dominant night in and night out. But Lester and Happ won you nine, nine games total. I know wins as a starting pitcher might not be the um, the magnitude of stat that it used to be, but they still won nine games between the two of them. Hap five, Luster four. Beyond that, you're looking at who made starts. Miles Michaelis made nine starts. He got better as he went along, so his four two three ERA might be a little bit deceiving uh, when when you look at Michaelis's uh, other numbers. Four point four uh, FIP, a little high. Ninety two ERA plus. That's a little low. WHIP of one point two one, but he still didn't walk that many batters. Only two point two per nine. Uh, other 
other starters for, for the St. Louis Cardinals in 2021. Wade DeBlanc made eight starts. Remember him? He, he really patched things together very well early on in the season. Daniel Ponce de Leon made two starts as well, and Dakota Hudson also getting one start in that final series of the year. So you had a lot of different guys make starts for the St. Louis Cardinals. They, they, they were forced to, to piece together this rotation as the season went along due to injuries. And every team deals with injuries. I'm not trying to, to paint the Cardinals as this only, the only team that dealt with any sort of injuries so they, they should get a, get a pass on their starting pitching performance. No. But they did deal with injuries. There's no question about that. And I think overall, when you look at these numbers, you saw some good, you saw some bad, but you, you see some good moving forward. Because the Cardinals got arguably got better by month after June. When you look at the ERA, plainly, 4.1 ERA in June for the pitching staff total, 4.09 in July, 3.30 in August, 3.80 in September and October. So slowly, slowly getting a little bit better month by month. So I think that we, we saw what this rotation could be at its best when you have a Flaherty that's pitching well, when you have a Hudson that's pitching well later in the season, when you have a Wainwright pitching well. Those one through three, that could be a pretty solid combination come next season. Flaherty, Wainwright, and Dakota Hudson. I, I like all three of those guys, one, two, three. They, they get the job done. They can be innings eaters. Wainwright and Flaherty can go on strikeouts, breeze a couple nights um, here here and there. So I think that we, we saw the, the, the some good, some bad, some ugly this season from the starting rotation. We'll talk about the bullpen a little bit more in, uh, in our reliever of the year show uh, coming up a little bit later on this week. But I think that the, the starting rotation – when the Cardinals were right, the starting rotation was right. Because when this team pitched, they won. I know that's a cliche, and I said that probably too many times to count this season on the podcast. But when this team pitched, they won. And to me, it's, it started with the starters, pun intended. And Adam Wainwright, when he stepped up, it, it was fun to watch. We're going to talk about Adam Wainwright in depth uh, coming up in the next segment. Talked about him a little bit on yesterday's show in the MVP. But we're going to highlight him as we move into our Cy Young prediction or my Cy Young vote for the St. Louis Cardinals. Let me know who you guys voted for as well or who you guys think should win. Uh, didn't get any responses on or didn't share anything for you guys to respond to for Cy Young, but I'm pretty sure Cy Young will be pretty um, pretty unanimous in terms of who is voting for, who's, who's getting the votes for the St. Louis Cardinals here in 2021. So we'll take our first break, talk about Adam Wainwright, talk a little bit about the bullpen, take another break, talk about the postseason and how I was completely wrong on yesterday's show on my predictions. So um, we will talk about that coming up here in just a moment. But first, as I mentioned earlier in the show, our title sponsor today is Green Room. Green Room is the first social audio platform made for sports fans. The app is free to download, and once you're in, you can talk with fans, athletes, and insiders in real time about your favorite team or sport. It's the perfect place to start or join a conversation about the league. You'll find fans just like yourself on Green Room, whether for watch parties, debates, post-game breakdowns, and of course, reacting to big news or rumors you'll find locked on hosts across nba mlb and nhl go download the free green room app now currently available on all ios devices be sure to create a profile link your twitter and join the mlb group for the latest league updates i know you'll find a ton of incredible rooms you can also follow me at lj fastball and be notified when my room goes live download the green room app today green room is changing the way we talk sports Adam Wainwright had a phenomenal year. He had a good year for a lot of standards. And for a 40-year-old, or age 39 season, he ended up being 40 by the end of the year, had a phenomenal season. 
Let's run through the numbers again because these numbers are really, really good. 17 and 7, the 708 winning percentage. 305 ERA. 32 games, all of them starts. Three complete games, one shutout. 206 and a third innings pitched. 168 hits given up, 70 earned runs, 72 runs overall. Give up 21 home runs, 50 walks, struck out 174. ERA plus of 127, FIP of 3.66, that's fielding independent pitching. Whip of 1.057, strikeouts for, per walk, 3.48, 7.6 strikeouts per nine, 2.2 walks per nine. That's a lot of numbers that I just kind of threw at you, and I understand that, but these numbers are remarkable to look at for a guy like Adam Wainwright, who has, in all honesty, like anybody does throughout the course of their career, lost stuff. Everybody loses a little bit of, of movement on their pitches, but what Adam Wainwright has been able to do is adapt. He has adapted well to him losing a little bit of stuff, losing a little bit of velocity. You know what he hasn't lost, though? That curveball, because that curveball has stood the test of time from 2006 when he um, froze Carlos Beltran all the way to 2021 when he struck out, um, for, when, he, when he got his 2,000 strikeout against the Milwaukee Brewers. It has stood the test of time. That curveball has is a part of what has allowed Adam Wainwright to be so successful for so long. There's a really good argument for him being the MVP, and I understand that. I understood that. Talked about that yesterday's show. There's a really solid, and in my opinion, a 100% guaranteed argument that he is the St. Louis Cardinals Cy Young Award winner for 2021. And I haven't announced it officially yet, but I'm going to right now. Adam Wainwright officially is my Cy Young winner for the 2021 St. Louis Cardinals. For a multitude of reasons. You can bring in the intangibles of his, uh, that I just mentioned of his, the longevity of his career and how important, how impressive that is. But let's just talk about 2021. He's 39 years old. He's coming off a, a so-so, or a really good 2020 season and a so-so 2019 season. He pitched well in the playoffs late, late in that season, but overall 2019, he had a 419 ERA and 31 starts, 171 and two-thirds of an innings pitched. So you, you don't really expect much. I expect Winnick to sit at about a four ERA and get you 10, 12 wins, thereabouts, similar to what he did in 2019. He got your 14 wins, 31 starts, ERA 419. He comes in, has a rough start to his season against the Reds and then the Padres a little bit later on in May. But holy cow, does he turn it on after that. Led the league in complete games with three. 206 and a third innings pitch. Here's how good he was compared 2019 to 2021. He made one more start this year than he did in 2019. 31 in 2019, 32 to this season. Here's why it's important of how good he was this season in just one more start. 171 and two-thirds of an innings pitched in 31 starts compared to 206 and a third innings pitched in just one more start. So if we do some quick math, 206 minus 171, take away the decimal points, that is 35 more innings in just one start. That means in all of his starts, he was going deeper and getting you more wins, giving you more outs, saving your bullpen more and more. And just that one more start that Wainwright made this year compared to 2019, what was his last full season of baseball, he gave you approximately 35 more innings. That is getting the job done. 
you pile that on looking at this season some more at the injuries this starting rotation had to face, like I mentioned. I don't think anybody really wanted Wade LeBlanc to have to start. I don't think really think anybody really wanted John Gant or Daniel Ponce-Deleon to start. You had injuries to Hudson, Michaelis, and Kim to start the season. Adam Wainwright was a force, was a steady rock for the St. Louis Cardinals this season. It's his preparation. It is his ability to pitch when his stuff isn't there. It's his ability to, to lead off the field. All these things combined of the incredible person he is. And again, I'm getting kind of off track of the numbers here. But Adam Wainwright did everything he needed to do and then some in 2021. He gave the Cardinals literally everything he could. Even in the wildcard game, when his stuff wasn't there early, he gutted through what he needed to gut through. Gave up just one run to a potent Dodger offense. And we've seen the Dodger offense come alive here in the National League Division Series. One through eight, they're deadly. And Wainwright was able to shut them down for most of, his, most of the game, most of his start. To me, the Cy Young for the St. Louis Cardinals in 2021, it is no question that it is Adam Wainwright. Not taking away from other solid performances. Dakota Hudson looked really good coming back from injury. Miles Michaelis ended the year strong. John Lester, J.A. Happ had some very nice moments. Wade DeBlanc was able to kind of patch the road for the rotation moving forward. I get it. But from start to finish, the overall numbers, the overall season, there is no question in my mind that Adam Wainwright is your 2021 St. Louis Cardinals Cy Young winner. Best pitcher on the team. He had the best season among any pitcher, even at the bullpen. You want to look at the bullpen? Let's go ahead and look at the bullpen. Because even taking away the, the bad moments that the Cardinals have had, there, there, was, there were some decent performances. Alex Reyes had a 3.24 ERA, 120 ERA plus, but his whip was really high, 135. Giovanni Gallegos, 80 and a third innings pitch, 19, or 14 saves, excuse me, 3.02 ERA. That's okay. We don't really look, like to look at ERAs. 129 ERA plus, that was solid, 0.88 whip for the season. That was a really solid year. Giovanni Gallegos... By, the, by these numbers that I'm going to say, best reliever, top reliever. Hennessy Cabrera had a fine season, 3.73 ERA, ERA plus above average at 104, FIP 3.28, very respectable. Ryan Helsley, his numbers weren't great, even though he had some big moments down the stretch of not letting inherited runners score. You had some good performances out of the bullpen, don't get me wrong, but none of these performances, even Giovanni Gallegos, which in my opinion is the only one of the bullpen that even sniffs a Cy Young, is to me not good enough to get that Cy Young because even Gallegos had his ups and downs. And yes, Adam Wainwright was not perfect. He lost seven games. Some of those games weren't his fault, but yes, he lost seven games. Had some blow-up starts. Had some bad starts. I understand that. But I, it, it, it doesn't matter what you throw at me for 2021, in my opinion, for me to say anybody else except for Adam Wainwright is my Cy Young Award winner. And I don't think you're going to find too many people that disagree with me. And if you do disagree with me, let me know. We'll have a conversation. DM me on Twitter at LJFastball. DM the show at LO underscore Cardinals, Twitter and Instagram. Comment on the YouTube channel. Whatever you'd like to do. Let's have a discussion. But Adam Wainwright, by far, was the Cardinals' ace, signing award winner, best pitcher, leader, rock, workhorse, etc. in 2021. Any positive superlative you want to put on Adam Wainwright, put it on him. He was that in 2021. 
He was probably that and then some, depending on the superlative you want to use. And to boot, he's doing an exceptional job or did an exceptional job in the FS1 uh, broadcast booth. <laughs> he has a future in broadcasting. I'll tell you what. He, he, he's, he's just himself on the broadcast. And that, that, to me, is what shines through mostly when you look at the exceptional broadcasters. Is They are just authentically themselves. I think that that's a good human trait to just be yourself no matter who's watching. That, that's a different <laughs> discussion. But Adam Ray Knight brings a lot of insight. He's a World Series champion. He's been through it, what these guys are going through right now um, in the playoff grind. So he, he was great. I thought he, Przezinski, and, and uh, Adam, I mean, were great on the, on the broadcast watching White Sox and Astros. Whether Wainwright comes to the Bally Sportsman West or he goes national, Wainwright has a future in this if he wants to pursue it. 100%. But he can take solace in the fact that he's the 2021 signing Award winner for the St. Louis Cardinals on the Locked On Cardinals podcast. So congratulations to Adam Wainwright at UncleCharlie50 on Twitter. Uh, congratulations uh, on your Cy Young win uh, for the Locked On Cardinals podcast. So that's a pretty good segue talking about him broadcasting playoffs. Let's talk some playoffs here in segment number three as the playoffs continue to roll on. One more division series yet to wrap up. We'll break that down give my reaction on the other series coming up here in just a moment. But first, I want to tell you guys about the best tasting protein bar on the planet, and that is Built Bar. I'll give you three reasons why, you can, why you're going to enjoy Built Bar. Number one, they're tasty. Let's take a look at the flavors. Coconut, cherry barcia, raspberry, mint, brownie, double chocolate, salted caramel, strawberry, orange, cookies and cream, and German chocolate. I'd highly recommend the double chocolate. If you haven't tried all these flavors and you want to try them all, great. Get yourself a mixed box where you'll get two of each of the nine flavors. So these protein bars are healthy. That's reason number one to buy. Reason number two, they're healthy. Check out the macros on these bars. 17 to 18 grams of protein, calories ranging from 130 to 180, 4 to 5 grams of sugar, 4 to 5 grams of net carbs. They're all incredibly tasty and incredibly healthy. It's a win-win. You want a third reason? I'll give you a third reason. You can save some money with the promo code LOCKED15, L-O-C-K-E-D-1-5, LOCKED15. We'll get you 15% off your order at Built.com. These bars are tasty. They are healthy, and now you can save money. Order today. Built Bar is also the official protein bar of the U.S. track and field team. So many reasons to buy. Order yourself some Built Bars today at Built.com and enter the promo code LOCKED15. Three out of the four series have wrapped up. Uh, three out of the four division series have wrapped up uh, for the 2021 postseason as the Red Sox walk off on a sacrifice fly, uh, beating the Tampa Bay Rays. The Atlanta, Atlanta Braves eliminated the Milwaukee Brewers as the Brewers uh, were not shut out, but the Freddie Freeman with a signature moment um, uh, in, in that game. And then the White Sox were buried by the Astros 10-1 in the game four of that division series. Uh, three of those games were played on Tuesday. Um, I, the Red Sox had already wrapped up the series at that point. I was wrong in the Dodgers series. I thought that the Giants would win. Uh, I thought that the Braves won. I think I was one for three, come to think of it. I think I said over three earlier. But it's an exciting postseason. I think that the ALCS might not be the most popular in the world with the Red Sox and Astros being in it. Uh, the, the, with the Red Sox having Alex Cora, who was on the 2017 coaching staff at the Houston Astros that uh, were caught stealing signs, banging trash cans, using buzzers, whatever you want to say. Um, 
So it might not be the most popular one, but they are two very solid teams that are playing at a very good level right now, and I don't think there's any disputing that fact. Uh, the Braves, I think, are an interesting team. They didn't win 90 games in the regular season. They lost to Cunha, but I think the Braves did what the Cardinals, or what a lot of people wanted the Cardinals to do, make little moves to go all in for 2022. It's exactly what the Braves did. Jeff Passan pointed this out on uh, Twitter the other day. They lost to Cunha Jr. They went off and, and traded for Peterson, Duvall, and Rosario, three outfielders to make up the loss of Acuna. And so far, it's worked. They've gotten themselves a National League Championship Series berth. And what a moment for Freddie Freeman. Freddie Freeman, the, the lifelong Brave, in my opinion, the, the, the future Hall of Famer, having a signature moment in the postseason for Atlanta, helping them move on to a different round wonderful moment for the Braves first baseman I, I, he's, he's a Hall of Famer he, he's been a, a, a quiet resilient consistent force in the major leagues for a long time now and he finally had a big postseason moment not not finally I mean he had a home run in the 2019 division series against the Cardinals but this was a, a lot bigger this was a clinching home run to, to down the Brewers and to move on Great moment for Freeman. And in the Giants-Dodgers game, the, the Dodgers offense showed why they're the Dodgers offense. Jumped out to a 4-0 lead by the fourth inning. Ended up winning 7-2, 12 hits. Joe Kelly getting the win in that game. That Dodger lineup is scary. It is absolutely scary. That, 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 that There's just no other way to put it. Game 5, um, it's going to be a good pitching matchup. Julio Urias versus Logan Webb. Webb with a dominating performance in Game 1 uh, in, in that series. It, this is a tough one to predict. I mean, Urias won 20 games for, in the regular season for the Dodgers. I think that the, the Giants would be really compelling just kind of see the team with the best record in baseball move on, but also that on paper... You could argue, or at least by, by name alone, you could argue that the Dodgers are the best team in the National League. Best team in baseball, you could even argue that much. But it's going to be a, an exciting Game 5. I, I cannot wait to watch it. I, I, I'm weary to predict it. <laughs> just the nature of baseball, and I, they don't, I just don't want to... I don't know, because it, it, it's so exciting. It's going to be an exciting game, and I, I don't have a dog in the fight necessarily. Either team moving on would be compelling. You get a lot of storylines. You get a rematch if the Dodgers move on of last year's National League Championship Series. And then you, you get a Giants-Braves East Coast-West Coast battle. You're going to East Coast-West Coast battle either way. But um, you, you're going to have some fun in the National League Championship Series regardless. So let me know your thoughts on the postseason. Thoughts on the Astros and Red Sox advancing. Thoughts on the Braves advancing over the Brewers, I might add, as the Brewers forgot how to hit the baseball uh, for most of that series. And then the uh, Game 5 between the Dodgers and Giants coming up tomorrow night. So make your second listen today be either locked on Mizzou as they prep for a uh, game against the uh, Texas against Texas A&M, number 21 now, or you can make your second listen any of the Locked On MLB playoff shows because they've got some great content pumping out. Uh, and I will be back tomorrow talking about the reliever of the year for the St. Louis Cardinals and talking about the bullpen and how they piece things together in 2021. But until I talk to you guys again, be sure to follow the Twitter, uh, LJ Fastball. Follow the show on Twitter and Instagram at LO underscore Cardinals. And until I talk to you guys again, be sure to stay safe, stay well, and have a fantastic rest of your day.